everybody, this is Daryl with AfterBuzz TV. Did you know that TrueCar.com is changing car buying forever? Yes, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Now, some features are not available in all states, but that's okay. In the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off of their MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. The third step is so simple. Just print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Remember, everyday True Car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save your time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everyone, and welcome to AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time After Show. It's season four, episode three, Rocky Road, like the ice cream. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it was very rocky as <laughs> yeah. well. It was a very rocky road as well. Um, I am your host, Tiana Hobson, and joining me tonight, I have Marissa Serafini. Hello, everyone. It's just us two tonight. I know. We're awesome. <laughs> We're going to do it. And we have a very special guest who's going to be calling in any minute now. Um, Christy Lang, who plays Marion, is yes. going to be calling in for our show tonight. So we'll get to ask her some questions because let's say things got a little chilly for her tonight. Yeah. But, uh, ding. But, um, <laughs> she was like in a little blue. <laughs> oh, yes. Marissa and I with our dad jokes. We'll be here all night, everyone. We'll be here all night. All You're night. welcome. And those are done. Out of the way. Okay. So we can get back to it. <laughs> um, so let's talk about, you know, since we have Christy calling in, let's talk about Marion. Um, we start off, and it's really sweet. You know, Roland and Robin Hood are showing her around Storybrooke. And, Aww. you know, Roland, who is so cute. He's adorable. He's adorable. And, and he's he, talking. And he said words, and I was like, ah! You just want to, like, squeeze him. He's so yeah. cute. And he wants ice cream, because yeah. what little, like, five-year-old doesn't want ice cream? I don't you know? blame him. He was raised properly. Yeah, so they take <laughs> they take Marion to ice cream, which, you know, I did not realize, you know, they didn't have this in the Enchanted Forest. Yeah. So I think one thing that's kind of... Regina let them. Yeah. Regina Ooh. let us. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. Burn, rolling. And Marion was like, well, if Regina did it, I gotta be the good mom, too. Yeah. Um, so they go to the ice cream shop where the Snow Queen is. Well, we know she's the Snow Queen, but mm. they don't know this mm. yet. And so, um, you know, she, everyone gets some ice cream. And then she offers Marion a free uh, on-the-house cone and does some little, like, voodoo magic to it. As to, she, I was like, if you take anything free, you have to question it. Especially in Storybook, anything could be... I don't want to call it roofied, but just, like, <laughs> tempered with magic. Yeah. I mean, it, 
honestly, her ice cream was roofied, Marissa. That, that's <laughs> actually what happened. I'm, I was trying to keep it PG. I mean, sometimes things happen. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show. Yes. Um, so, you know, she just goes on about her day as usual. And then they get over to Mary Margaret's mayor fireside meeting. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> which was awesome. <laughs> We're going to talk about that because I love Mary Margaret. And I'm wearing my Snow White t-shirt tonight to show support to the new mayor. Represent. Um but you know at the meeting the strand of hair goes white which everyone when we saw Anna yep everyone was asking where's her token hair, hair her token white hair well Marion got it tonight yeah you know what and i thought she would have she would have had the white strand earlier only because in the very first episode of this season when the snow monster hit her with ice i thought that was going to be a moment where her hair was going to change, but ultimately it didn't. Yeah. But it happened tonight. It did happen tonight. So, I mean, when I saw that, I, of course, was like, ah, it's another Frozen reference. Yeah, I love it. Um, but then, you know, she starts icing over. Like, her whole body is freezing over. And, literally. Literally. And the whole thing is we have to figure out how to stop it from hitting her heart. So we call in Regina, you know, because Robin Hood goes to his side chick to help out his main chick. <laughs> well, in fairness, Regina and probably Rumpel are the only ones powerful enough who have dealt with enough curses to help fix this type of problem. Did you think that Regina was going to go save the day? Since we know that, you know, Marion's standing in the way of her happy ending right now. This is yet the second opportunity for Regina to just let Marion kind of die and oops no, sorry well, in fairness regina's doing this not for marion but for robin yeah i think because she cares and loves robin too much that she'll do anything for him he's the one that asked her not marion that's true so no to answer <laughs> your question it was for robin it was for robin um and she i mean they're kind of running out of ideas of how to do it because regina's not familiar with this kind of magic um, with this spell per se. So she's trying to like research it and she sends Henry to her, um, what's it vault. called? Her vault. I always want to call it a chamber. I feel like she has her chamber of secrets over there and <laughs> chamber. It is heart. So <laughs> I can understand the correlation there. Yeah. So I mean, they have to go, which is apparently messy because Henry says you got to clean that place out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, might like, want to do some spring cleaning. Regina, go get rid of some of your evil tokens in there. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. What did you think? Because all we saw was Regina say, I have an idea. It's drastic. So you're going to have to trust me. And then, you know, we don't know what she's going to do. What did you think that the drastic thing was going to be? That's uh, I had figured because of Regina's past, it had to do something with the heart. And that's the whole story. It's like it can't let it touch her heart. So I kind of knew that she was going to take out the heart. That wasn't really a surprise. But, I mean, yes, that was drastic, though. Because now... Regina has Marion's heart, and we know you can control people via their hearts, and Regina is, has it in for Marion. It's not looking good. I, I mean, and it's just, you know, sh- is she giving the box over to Robin Hood? Is he going to keep it in his tent where, like, you know, someone could come steal something from his tent? Because we saw someone there today. We're going to talk about that in a minute, though. Um, <laughs> you know, so clearly his tent's not safe to keep a heart. No. Like. There is no security there. Yeah. So, I mean... I think Regina's going to hold on to this heart. Because it is in her personal box, from her personal vault. And it was taken out by her personal magic. 
So Regina has control. So did she only send Henry over to the vault to get the box to put the heart in? It seems like it, Hey, yes. guys, we have a caller on the line. Excellent. Excellent. Hello. Hello, Hi. caller. Hi. Hi, Christy Lang. Yes, this is Christy Lang. Hello, everyone. And thank you so much for calling in. We have Marion on the line again. Oops. Hello, are you still there? Hi, everybody. Hi, okay. <laughs> so we're just talking about um, your little situation in tonight's episode. Marion gets frozen. Oh, it's so cold. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, I bet. Marion wasn't looking too hot tonight. No, I know. <laughs> it was pretty chilly tonight, definitely. Um, so for when you found out that you're coming back for this season, how much did they tell you that your, that your character was going to be involved? Because I mean, clearly with last season's cliffhanger, you know, Marion coming back into Robin's life and a lot of people being upset about that because of his relationship with Regina. So how did, how did you feel coming into this season? Like, what did you know about your character? I didn't, I mean, I didn't know, um, too much. I was, I mean, I knew that some of the uh, Robin, Mary, and Regina stuff would play out a bit. Um, I had no idea how Marion would tie in with the Frozen storyline, so that was really interesting to learn. Um, I didn't learn it much before we filmed. I've known for you know some time now, but um, it was a, it was a lot of surprises. That's one thing I love about filming the shows. Even for us, there's a lot of surprises. Um, and were you a fan of Frozen? Had you seen the movie when you? heard the news that it was coming to Once Upon a Time? Once I heard it was coming to Once Upon a Time, I did watch it, and it's adorable, and I love it. And, uh, oh, my gosh, I can see why everyone is just so head over heels with it. Yeah, it's a really <laughs> great story. I love it. And I love how, um, you know, Once Upon a Time has taken it upon themselves to, you know, like you said, incorporate their own twist to it and bringing Marion into the storyline um, we were just talking about how, you know, Marion gets the white hair, the single white hair that Anna rocks in the movie. And we're like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? And, and Anna is one of my favorite characters um, in uh, Frozen as well. So it was really neat. Um, once I saw that, maybe that was going to tie in. I was kind of excited. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I love how there's Marion's being caught in the middle of all this frozen because in the first episode she was being chased and almost killed by the snow monster and now she's being affected by the snow queen <laughs> i mean she, she's getting caught in the crosshairs and she just came to storybrook welcome to storybrook <laughs> i know girl girl can't get a break huh <laughs> no, seriously um and for marion i know i was doing some research today and i read that you kind of incorporate your own backstories for your character of Marion. Can you tell us a little bit about like the research you did for the role? Did you go back and watch old Robin Hood films or did you just kind of go for it? I just kind of went for it. Um, I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of Disney's Robin Hood where I made Marion's a fox. That <laughs> yeah, I think right. is one of the coolest. Um, and, the, you know, the, she has that woman, that's the chicken, that's yeah. her and everything. I just love everything about that. That's my favorite Robin Hood and I don't want to ruin that. Um, but once I knew about playing Marion, it's just a lot of the stuff she's dealing with um, between the love triangle and, you know, a modern family. I think a lot of people can relate to that, even if it's uh, a little more exaggerated, I guess you would say, and, and matters of the heart and things like that. I think 
it's kind of easy to relate in your day-to-day life and think, oh, I, you know, I know how this could be. So that's been the most fun part to, to play with. That's fun. And then for your character of Marion, you know, she just came from, she went from the enchanted forest straight into Storybrooke where everything's so modern now and everything. And I think you're doing a great job of, you know, being surprised like tonight with the ice cream. I thought that was so cute. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it gives you a lot. I mean, it, it would be like moving to a new country, but times a million, um, where maybe you don't speak the language or, yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of being the new kid at school, right? So <laughs> it's been neat, and it's been neat playing the discovery of all these of the characters. I mean, even when she gets to have interactions with Snow White, or um, that's been really neat that it, it gets to be new, and it's not that I've known everyone forever. Yeah, absolutely. And it seems like Marion is still that fish out of water, obviously not supposed to be in Storybrooke at that time, because we see her walking around with Robin and Roland at the beginning of the episode. She's still wearing her very Marion gown, her outfit from the Enchanted Forest. She hasn't really assimilated yet. Well, that's actually her prison outfit. I'm I'm not sure. Um, so earlier on, Marion actually does have quite a beautiful gown. I've I've had the opportunity to wear in a couple episodes, but once she was thrown in jail by Regina and was to be executed, that was actually the prison outfit that she was put in um, when she was first there. So I'm interested to see. I mean, I don't know where the gown ended up. I don't know if Regina burned it or she plays dress up with it in her spare time, but um, (laughs) I'm interested to see if there's going to be any incorporation there. Okay, so I have to ask this because... I'm I'm wondering your thoughts because tonight we saw that Robin Hood tries to kiss Marion as she's frozen, you know, as an act of true love and it doesn't work and people blamed it on, you know, the ice blocking the magic from working. Are Marion and Robin Hood actually true loves? I I mean, I don't know where the world of once upon a time is going to take them. I think that they have been. I think with um relationships are complicated and uh, you know I think it's really interesting that they're playing with falling in and out of love and and the complexity of time travel and your wife coming back from the dead so (laughs) I'm not surprised that there has been a little bit of a shift Um, yeah I mean I don't know I think at one time they definitely were true loves and in this moment now maybe not so much and what does that you know what happens next yeah. yeah, I mean, we we see Regina having multiple true loves, I, and I think if they're going the route that Robin Hood and Marion aren't true loves, will Marion have another true love that they'll introduce to this story? Do you think that will happen? I I don't know. I'm I'm so interested to find out as much as you you are, and um, you know, everyone on Twitter too. It's really neat reading everyone's predictions. Um, you know, who is going to be that true love kiss for Marion and uh and then who knows, maybe it is just that she's frozen. Um so I don't know, there's so many different things it could be, right? Right, so many different options. And we also see now that this whole curse they had to act fast and take out Marion's heart. Now Regina has the upper hand over Marion having control over her heart. Will we see will the audience see more of that story and that power struggle between the two of them? Isn't that crazy? I mean, she's. I, I, I'm interested to see what you know Regina chooses to do because, I mean, she saved Marion from the snow monster. Now mm-hmm. she has her heart. She has all these opportunities. 
um, I think it's really putting that opportunity of being good or being evil. It's just right there. I mean, it, it, it's almost as though she's she's getting to play with fire over and over again. So um, I'm not sure. I you know I don't know what's going to play out, but it, oh, it's scary <laughs> that you know your your man's new love has your heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is scary um, having that. And I want to ask um, since you know they're once upon a time fans are very vocal and loud and supportive of the show and i know that they tweet a lot what has the fan reaction been for you um as the woman who's coming in between our beloved (laughs) regina and her true love robin hood i've been thoroughly pleased with the fans they have they have been so amazing um there's been so much support i mean i understand i i mean i came into it thinking i was gonna be met with a lot of conflicted thoughts um and, and thinking i would be you know the character would be hated to be honest um but there's been lots of lovely people and one of the most fun things too is they keep saying that they they want to see who marion's true love is and they like seeing marion in the world of once upon a time so it's nice that i have felt embraced because uh, it's not what i was expecting so everyone's been just wonderful yeah because i will tell you that after the season finale of season three i wanted to hate your character (laughs) so much because you know i'm like regina's finally happy and then so far this season she's just so i don't hate her and i'm i hate myself for not hating her more (laughs) and i think that's i think that's like a credit to you you. Yeah. yeah like you know like you're clearly playing the character because it could it really could go either way with the fans and i think that you're bringing something to the role that you know is just people can't hate it like you just can't hate marion as much as you want to well you gotta give her the benefit of doubt because she is in this area that she doesn't know what's going on she's kind of behind on the time she doesn't know regina's good so we have to give her credit for that that she's not fully up to date with everything so we can't hate her and can't fault her for that very true well, thank you. <laughs> I think anything that has to do with the heart is hard. I think everyone has experienced heartbreak or, you know, maybe like someone that doesn't like you back or just all those things. So I think people are very compassionate when it comes to love. That's good. Um, and then I want to ask a couple like on set questions. Like what what has been your favorite part of working on this show so far? Um, I mean, the the main cast is absolutely amazing. Um, on top of that, though, working with uh, Rafa, or who plays Roland, is one of the biggest joys on set. He is just the brightest and funniest kid, and he's he's constantly blowing my mind. Um, so yeah, the, definitely the cast and the people I get to work with. It's it's every time I get a new scene with someone, I'm just I'm blown away. Oh, that's fun. And then, do you have any fun stories of something that's happened on set with you guys filming? I know you guys, you know, have been filming for a while now uh, up there in Canada. <laughs> uh, one of my favorites was uh, when we were filming the premiere. Uh, we did the big snowman scene, and uh, Sean uh, Robin Hood, he did, so we had to, you know, pretend the snowman was coming to get us and jump back a little bit, but they want us all to be safe. And he went into full-fledged backflip like a complete <laughs> stunt person that was on wires or something. It was absolutely hilarious. Everyone burst laughing and went, you know, we don't have to jump that far. <laughs> That's amazing. That's great. And yeah. uh, What other things do you have coming up? I mean, we, how can you tell us how many more episodes your character has, or is she just going to be there and 
be part of this whole frozen phenomenon that's going on? Um, I don't have any more once upon a time info for everyone, so they will have to follow along. I am um, also working on another project up here in Canada, uh, a new show that will come out next year for Lifetime called Unreal. So I am definitely still up in Canada doing some filming. So you're close enough to easily get back over there Mm -hmm. if they need you real quick, (laughs) is what you're saying, right? Uh, I'm not on the other side of the world. <laughs> hey, Adam and Eddie, just, you know, it's she's a right there. quick phone call. She's right there. Um, I have a couple Twitter yeah, question, exactly. Twitter fan questions. Um, at GleeDimmyFan01 wants to know, what you, who is your favorite couple on the show? Ooh. Um, I, I really have loved Hook. And Emma together, um, the complexity of the relationship. But I also really like um, Snow and Prince Charming. I just think them as new parents and everything. I, I don't know. I really love them together this season. They've had a really nice banter. I definitely agree with that. I think mm-hmm. that those two are my top two um, couples as well. I'm a huge Emma and Hook fan. Marissa hates it when I say this, but I say I'm a hooker, <laughs> hooker for, for life, life. Um, <laughs> which sounds a lot worse than it actually is. <laughs> But that's the hashtag. As long as it's not your pickup line, then I think it's okay. <laughs> okay, right. thank you. Thank you. There's uh, that fine distinction there. Yeah, and then another um, at Regal Hargity wants to know if you ship the outlaw queen, which would be your rival. <laughs> that is a tough one. I know. Um, I think, you know, I want Robin Hood to be happy. That is what I think. It's a yeah. very good answer. Very, very good answer. That's a safe answer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a big Robin and uh, Robin and Regina fan myself as well. I mean, not that Marion isn't great, but I was like, I I really do love their chemistry and their relationship. It's hot. It's hard to watch. I mean, it's hot and heavy. (laughs) And complicated. And very complicated. Well, Christy, thank you so much for calling in tonight. Um, You're doing an amazing job on the show. We're having so much fun watching you, and I think you're doing a great job with everything. Thank you so much for having me. I love calling in and chatting with you, so thanks. Yeah, and Uh, if you're ever in L.A., you can actually come by the studios and chat with us, too. We don't bite. I would love to do that. I will definitely take you up on that when I get out of Vancouver. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. And where can fans find you on social media so they can, uh, you know, follow your journey there? Yeah, fans can tweet me at Christy Lang, or they can also follow me on Facebook, Christy Lang also. Perfect. And that's L-A-I-N-G, correct? Yeah, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E-L-A-I-N-G. Great. Great. Well, keep up the great work. We really do love Once and everyone who's a part of it. You're doing an amazing job. I love the Marion story and how they're really portraying um, this this version, the New Age version of Marion. It's great. Thank you. I'm so excited to be a part of it. Yes, so are we. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Christy, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, I think Great. <laughs> that was fun. She's Love so talking sweet. to her. She's adorable, and now I like Marion even more when I'm not sure that I want to like yeah, her even I'm just more. Like, now we can't hate her. Yeah, she's, she's so, amazing. Yeah, because she's nice and sweet and <laughs> oh, like, ugh, complicated. So let's talk about Regina. 
okay. for a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna transition over to Regina. Yes. I love that we got to see her and Henry hanging out um at the at, at Granny's. Granny's. And I I was so nervous that I wasn't gonna see Regina again this episode because you know she's all in Because she was only mode. in like one scene last episode at the end. Yeah. So which I was, was not enough. Not enough. Just saying. Never enough Regina. Never. Um but I loved that, you know, we see her with Henry, she brings him some comic books, and then she's kind of trying to pull yeah. one over on him and be like, Oh, so like don't you ever wonder who wrote who your wrote book? The book? Very subtle, Regina. Yeah. Very And Henry's just like, yo, what what <laughs> do you up? want? What's up? What are, what's going on here? And so I love that she was honest mm-hmm. with him because I was like, Oh, is she gonna tell him the truth? She was. Is she gonna lie? And the fact that she even like kinda let slip, um, I just I'm gonna make I mean let the ask. Uh, ask the author to change my ending for the villain to have a happy ending, which I thought was pretty sweet. Yeah, it was pretty smart. Sweet. You can still see her struggling with that inner demon yeah, she's inside trying. of her. She's, she's trying to become a better person. She falls back a little bit, but like she, at least she catches herself. Yeah, she knows. And Henry even he thinks it's a great idea. He's like, "This is the greatest idea you've ever had." Like, we we can do this together. And Regina's shocked that Henry, you know, wants to do it with her. Which another operation? Yes, another operation. Which I'm gonna let Marissa take the lead on this because she's genius and I'm not. So Marissa, I lo- go. I love the name of this operation, Operation Mongoose, and we know. With Henry and Emma, their operation is called Operation Cobra. But Mongoose is one of the only animals, one of the few only animals that are actually strong enough to take down cobras. Boom! Boom. Marissa dropping knowledge on me. <laughs> she, like, pauses the TV in the middle of the episode. She's like, oh my gosh, do you know why? And I was like, no. I was like, what's a mongoose? <laughs> and Marissa's like, they can kill a cobra. They can kill cobras. It's like, They're oh. vicious enough to kill cobras, which I was so smart. It just reminded me, have you ever seen the movie Ricky Ticky Tabby? No. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> Completely lost on you. Love that movie. Yes, thank you, Sean. Sean. has seen it. Well, in that film, there's a cobra, uh, there are two cobras, and it's taken down by this mongoose that a family took in as a pet. Oh. And the family's, you know, being, is in harm, because the cobra's gonna kill him, but the mongoose kills both of them. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> but. Now I don't need to see the movie anymore. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, but you should definitely go see it. But yes, mongoose, one of the only few animals that can actually take down cobras. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Marissa Serafini should be here for the rest of the week. <laughs> the rest of the week. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I love that they have their own mission that they're kind of doing together. And we saw how close Henry and Emma grew because of Operation Cobra. So I hope that their this new mission with Regina and Henry will kind of help them get back to where they were, to the happy times, you know, because they've been through a lot over this past however long however much time has progressed over this yeah and right now regina she's so worried that she doesn't have a happy ending right now she is actually kind of happy because henry is still in her life that that is one of the only few happy endings that regina will get is to have henry and he's there so i mean not all hope is lost for her right now exactly yes she wants the ending to ultimately change but right now she has it with henry yes or she's trying to at least she is trying with Henry. Um, and speaking of moms, we can go over to Mary Margaret, or Mayor Snow White, <laughs> Mayor. As, who's multitasking and she's juggling a lot right now. She does not want to let 
that baby out of her arms. No. Like, she wouldn't even hand him over to his father. She's just like, nope, I will hold him at all times. Everything's great. I can do it all. I'm super mom. I'm super mom. And so she's having this mayoral fireside chat with, you know, everyone. And everyone, you know, is freaking out over the ice wall. And she's trying to keep everyone um, calm and stuff. And then that's when Marion, you know, drops. Um, But then what I thought was great was her conversation with Archie. Cause like you gotta love Archie because he, uh, he's that okay. guy who's, he's never off the clock. If he no, charged hours for the amount of advice he gives outside of the office, he'd, he'd be, be the, retired. Yeah, right he'd now. be the richest man in Storybrook. Yeah. And, uh, but that just goes to show with Archie's character, who he is as a person that he's just there to willingly help people. And when he knows someone's distraught or emotional or something's bothering him, he's gonna lend that helpful therapeutic hand that he can yeah and that's what i mean he's a conscience so he is a conscience. and i love that he told mary margaret that she should just let it go <laughs> i know sometimes let it go and then isn't it horrible how songs like that take something you say all the time well, and you can't i can't say let it go without singing now. the words are completely forever changed in our minds just like who you're gonna call is gonna be ruined by Ghostbusters, yeah. and Twilight's gonna be ruined by Twilight, and <laughs> Let It Go is now frozen. It's now frozen forever. Do I mind it? Not so much. No, but I, I, I like it's it. Great. <laughs> um, so I think we should jump over to Arendelle because a there's lot a, a lot happening when we got this flashback, and it was so much fun to see this because. Elsa's freaking out because they've sent out scouts and no one has heard anything from Anna. They don't know if she's alive, dead. I don't even think they know if she's, if the ship made it, you know, like they just have zero contact from her because, you know, there's no cell phones in, in Arendelle at the time. And I think they're short on carrying pigeons. Yeah, probably (laughs) a little short on those two. Um, but you know, we see Kristoff there kind of trying to keep her relaxed and like oh no don't go after her because that's what she wanted to avoid you need to be here let's not forget about hans and his brothers mm-hmm. yeah who we find out are in the mountains right there waiting for their chance to come attack arendelle yeah, with an well, army well they have to take over elsa because she's the queen that any way to you know uh you know sidetrack her or ambush her in that way yeah they're gonna go for it yeah and they have a plan. Marissa has a thought. She's she's <laughs> waiting for it. Interesting how they chose the North Valley. North. It could have been any other direction. But like North, South, East, West, but North. Which is, just reminds me of the whole story with Snow Queen going on. I know the, the White Queen from Narnia is a Northern Witch. Oh. And they went to the North Valley. Yes, we didn't see the snow. Well, we did see the snow queen in the North Valley. Yeah, we did see so, her over there. I don't I know. Maybe it's that. not just quite the snow queen we're thinking and they, of. I mean, they did a lot of directions tonight because the army was hidden in the South Mountains. Mm-hmm. And then when Hook calls Emma, he says, come to the west side of the woods. Yeah. So we're hitting all these. Where's east? Yeah. <laughs> The, where's the east i mean i, feel I guess like, they're all coming from the east yeah i mean i don't know it's crazy but i like where your head's at with this whole like north narnia north valley. north valley yeah 
Leave it to Marissa, guys. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Kristoff goes off, even though Elsa tells him not to go to the South Mountains, because Kristoff knows the mountains and Looking everything. So he goes to spy, which I did not like the way that the guard was talking to Kristoff when he was like, um, I didn't realize that our ice maker, maker. is like, talking about battle plans i'm like um he's also a future prince (laughs) yeah like he was supposed to be married two days ago so show him a little respect dude because he may he may not be entitled now but he's eventually gonna be your boss yeah he's married into the royal family so have a little respect but also elsa was there who wasn't really reprimanding that guard so if elsa let us let it go (laughs) 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 forever ruined Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I, I can't. I can't anymore. For, for, like, if she let it slip, you know, and she didn't have a problem with it, yes, then the guard's gonna get away with it. But, yeah. Whatever. Let's yeah. Well, he overhears, um, he goes anyways, and um, he hears Hans telling his brothers about this urn that he's gonna go get from the North Valley mm-hmm. that has the powers to trap people like Elsa. And when Elsa finds out about like this, Elsa. yeah, it's that like Elsa. So she's like, wow, there must be others like me because she's the only, she was born into this family. No one else has magic. She has it. There are she multiple people like her. Yeah. She doesn't understand power. it. She's scared of it because they don't know the answers. So Elsa and Kristoff take off on a little adventure. Now, a lot of people have been talking online about, you know, possible love triangle between Elsa, Anna, and Kristoff. That's okay. That's what I was going to ask you. I was like, did you feel any chemistry between Elsa and Kristoff tonight? Yes, they've been spending a lot of time together. I was like, they could be cute together too because they play off of each other and they have quick whips with them mm-hmm. and, and they're very quippy with each other. So I don't know. I felt something there. I mean, I feel like because Elsa and Kristoff's relationship yeah. could be that. Of, like, oh, the girl who's so annoyed by him, and then eventually, like, he softens her, you know, icy, Warms her frozen heart, heart and Warms. then... Yeah, well, even Elsa, or no, Kristoff says, well, you'll eventually warm up to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of those, I felt like there was well, serious chemistry they there. They could definitely take it that way. I don't think we need another love triangle on the show right well, now. Of course we need love triangles. I this mean, keeps it can't interesting. someone just be happy besides Snow White? <laughs> Like, no, can't someone just be settled. It has to be complicated, Tiana. It's always complicated. Life shouldn't be so hard. But that's what makes it dramatic. <laughs> I know, and that's what we love about it. Love so it. they go off and they find the cave because Kristoff is amazing and you know gets them down to the hundred foot drop into this place to into the cave. Into the cave. So they find the urn and Elsa hesitates in destroying it. Well, also when she picks it up, there was it, it appeared with the writing from the uh, the Fert Hark ruin. I'm completely butchering that. Fert Hark ruins, which if you know from the Frozen book and uh, Frozen Frozen movie, mm-hmm. when Grandpappy the troll monster had the book. At the beginning of the movie, he was mm-hmm. reading it. That was that language. It was the same language. The same language. So, if he only spoke it and understood what the urn actually said, so maybe this means we'll get to see more of Grandpappy because maybe Elsa will now. I mean, spoiler alert: she doesn't destroy the urn and she still has it. Yeah, so something comes could, out of it. Yeah, urn. she could take it to Grandpappy to, for translation because Kristoff doesn't know what it is. I felt like the writing was a warning. Do not open. Probably. But still, they did. But still, they did. And 
a fight ensues when Hans and his three brothers, three of his 12 brothers show up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ultimately Elsa, well, which was a very cool tribute to the movie as well, how she threw down the ice sticks and it, the ice goes up to the guy's neck and it was literally just out of the film. Almost impaled him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, through a strange turn of events, Kristoff, you know, has a sword to his neck from Hans. And so Elsa is like, hey, find my sister, save um, Arendelle. I'm giving up. Let's him unleash whatever is inside of this urn. urn. And it's like this liquid pus type of stuff that's like liquid goo yeah it kind of reminded me of secret life of alex mack yes that's what it looked like <laughs> that's it i was like what does this look like that's it it was yep. the secret world of alex mack gotta love it um so that Nickelodeon for you. you know transforms into the snow queen who she looked amazing yeah, in that outfit her okay i know this is a family Elizabeth friendly mitchell damn yeah I know this is a family-friendly show, but her boobs were amazing in those dresses tonight. I so too. Like, those things are just, like, perfect. Right there. I was going to ask you that, yeah. too, but I was like, no, let's keep it PG. I mean... I'm you, so glad that you... You, you can't <laughs> not talk about them because they were just there, like, for everyone to see. And I was like, I mean, and I she guess... she rocked the, it. I was like, the cold doesn't bother her anyway. Um, <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was really lame. I said I was done with the dad jokes. I lied. Um, so, oh, goodness. Okay. So then, um, you know, she freezes Hans into a frozen statue. Everyone else runs away. Elsa, you know, takes her back to her castle. And yep. in talking, it's revealed that she's actually Elsa's aunt. Or, like a lot of the comments we got on YouTube last week, is it Elsa's, Elsa's mom? real mother? I, t- you know what? I'm not really believing Aunt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can and cannot believe it only because their physicality is so alike that we, the audience member, would make the immediate connection. Oh, mother daughter. But to be an aunt, already a step kind of removed from that immediate connection. I just question it. Way yeah, too much. I mean, I could see if she's telling the truth about even being Elsa's mom's sister. If that's true, I could see them being scared of this are you know scared of the sister trapping her in the urn or you know however she got in there and taking the child and raising her as their own to try and save her from the evils of this power but i I, I don't know if i even believe that she's really related i think they might be related like blood related at least because there has been so many stories from movies and television that they're like uh the actual biological parent would give their child up to someone else but then still be in their lives and call them aunt or uncle Mm -hmm. someone like still relative very close so i can kind of see them going the same route with this that um the snow queen is elsa's real mom but only calls herself aunt yeah i could see that too but i mean i guess we'll have to wait and find out some more because um i mean it sounds like you know she's there to stay and she does offer to say, like, they're going to find Anna together. You know, so it sounds like they eventually get really close. And yeah, maybe my- she helps her find Anna. Maybe she doesn't. And the thing with the Snow Queen, how they're portraying her in this show, is that she doesn't seem fully evil. She seems fully misunderstood. 
by people, which a lot of the villains are misunderstood. Yeah. And I feel like, because even, not to jump too far ahead, We're but going there anyway. When Take us there, Marissa. When they're in the Enchanted Forest, and there's that whole showdown um, in back in Storybrooke, and uh, she says, I'm, you know, she's going to kill Hook in that way, and she's like, you're, it's going to make it look like you're at fault and everyone's going to blame you and hate you for that. So it seems like she's definitely jaded because people didn't understand her and her power and was afraid and therefore, just like Regina, you know, people didn't understand her so she would act out in certain ways and I think that's what Snow Queen is doing. She's acting out just to maybe kind of prove it for a point in a way. I could see that happening and she, she seems very jaded by society. Definitely. You know, because she, Everything she says is everyone always turns on people like us. It doesn't matter who they are. Everyone's going to turn on you. Everyone will turn on you. So it's like all the normal. Yeah. People. So it's like, is she really evil or has have so many people just turned on her and made her into this villain that she has no choice but to be on the defensive all the time? Exactly. And same with Regina, because mm-hmm. Regina says people only know me as evil. Mm-hmm. And therefore, Regina did certain actions that would make her so, quote-unquote, evil. It's the same kind of story. It is. Um, and Elsa doesn't remember anything from the past. Something happened. Well, we find out that after they find well, the, the Snow Queen. the grandpappy took away. Yeah, that they took away the memory. So, they're, you know, we have this whole hunt going on in Storybrooke where everyone's trying to find the person behind this. Everyone, all the villagers, you know, Grumpy, Granny, and Archie trying to be the voice of reason. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> out, like, with their pitchforks almost, like, we gotta find Elsa. This is all her doing with the whole Marion thing. You know what's so funny is that the the whole town is really acting fast. Faster than they normally would. Yeah. And I think it's only because they've seen it so many times now. They're like, okay, there's immediate threat. Let's take it out. Before they understand everything. Yeah. And... I don't know. They didn't used to be so quick to judgment. It's exactly. So, everyone is guilty until proven innocent right now. And, and now it's like, what happened to giving people the benefit of the doubt? and Jumping the gun. Jumping the gun here. Um, and we have Hook, who's kind of gone off on his own. Emma tells him to go back to the sheriff's station with Elsa and hide her from everyone. And he's like, we're not going there. We're going to... Go to Rumpel. Go to Rumpel. Which, because earlier we saw that they questioned Rumpel in his shop... And they didn't believe him or his answers. And the dagger. And the, about, and so he has Belle use the dagger to force him to tell the truth about, you know, what he knows about Elsa and the, and the urn she was in and his vault. And he's like, I don't know anything. See? Now you have to believe me because she just forced me to tell you. Yeah. Well, Hook knows that that's a fake. Mm-hmm. How he knows that? He knows Rumple too well. He knows Rumple way they too well. They have history. They have a history. So he uses that as leverage to get Rumple to help them. So they use a piece of Marion's hair to... Um, the white strand. Yeah, the white strand. Turns into snowflakes. Turns into snowflake. And then it sends them into the woods and it leads them right to the Snow Queen. Which is like, wow, that was easy and then i love the interaction where he brings out his cell phone and elsa <laughs> goes great. what is that he goes i don't know it's some device to talk to people i just press the emma, emma button, button and sometimes she answers <laughs> when like, it's, it connects me to so it's just like you know marion's not the only one who's still trying, trying to, to assimilate into this new 
world with technology and mm-hmm. all this fancy stuff. His cell phone was something I had back in high school, but I mean, it looked like a phone that you could definitely <laughs> play a- Snake on, you know? <laughs> it's <laughs> it a like, Nokia phone. Yeah, yeah, it looked like early, like, 2000 cell phones. He wasn't rocking an iPhone. <laughs> well, no. he doesn't need it, in yeah. fairness. Because he just presses the Emma button because he doesn't call anyone else but his but love, Emma. Emma. How sweet. That's so sweet. I love it. Uh, I know, and she comes a-running. And she does. Um, and so, you know, while they are there finding that, Emma and her dad, I love that I get to say Emma and her dad, <laughs> are um, on their own investigation, and they're in the woods. They hear some rummaging in Robin Hood's tent, and who pops out? Will Scarlet! <laughs> He's back, guys! Woo! Michael Sosha has officially made his first appearance on I love this. this season, and it was so great to see him back yeah, and for, up to his usual tricks. For anyone who d- doesn't know, Tiana and I covered Once Upon a Time Wonderland. Definitely go check out that podcast. But yes, I'm, I like how they introduced him to Storybrooke. Yes, we know his character has been to Storybrooke before, but not to actually interact with people. And being, of course, a thief, mm-hmm. so true to character. Yeah, and he actually leads has good information because... He's like, hey, I was walking down Main Street the night of the blackout because I'm a thief. So, you know, when things go black, I get in there to do work. And he was like, the ice cream shop was completely still frozen. Still frozen. Like, none of the ice cream was melted. It was all fine. So they go and break into the ice cream shop (laughs) for a second time. It's all about the tumbler. Yeah. And Emma realizes that, you know, there's no hum from the freezers that you would hear in an ice cream shop. No compressor hum. She was very specific. I'm like, um, all right, Emma, you're really smart. Yeah. And then they go into the back room and it's completely frozen over. And then, of course, that's when our good friend Wilt takes this as an opportunity to steal the money from the cash register and mm-hmm. bolt out of there. So he's still in Storybrooke. We're going to see him more. We're going to see him a lot more. I want to mm. know where he's been, what he's, he's been up to, how's his life, you know, what? what's the new happenings? What's yeah, going on? What's like, him and Anastasia? Yeah, what have you guys been up to? Like, Seriously. are you happy? Is she with you? Let's go grab a cup of tea and bond. Yeah, like, let's catch up with Will for a little bit. So it was really nice to see him for that moment. Um, You know, at this point... Emma now knows. He's going to be the informant. Yeah. Sorry. Emma knows that, you know, he was telling the truth now, and so they know who to be looking for. You know, the lady at the ice cream shop that no one ever questioned before. (laughs) Um, But she's she's too nice, quote-unquote. I mean, because every time she's interacting with everyone, like, she's too that's her front that she's too nice of a person that she's hiding in plain sight no one would think of her even when the the whole town's people were going after this person they walked right Right past her her and they didn't even think twice of her so yep not not even a moment no so then we have the big standoff in the woods where emma and david get there just in the nick of time because you know, the Snow Queen's telling Anna or Elsa, I'm sorry, her whole plan, you know, oh, everyone's going to think this is you because she has Hook frozen mm-hmm. with, like, ice pillars over his head that They're could gonna- kill him at any second. And so, thank goodness, Emma and David show up because it's like, oh, yeah, we hear your plan and no. But she knew Emma. Yeah, she knew Emma. She knew Emma. Emma. A familiar kind of Emma. Yeah. And Emma was like, <laughs> was like, my what? Huh? What? But then we got to see Emma use her powers. That was which awesome. Was awesome because in the previews they had that scene of you. Do you really think your powers are a match for mine? It made it seem like she was talking to Elsa. 
but mm-hmm. she was actually yeah. talking to Emma, and mm-hmm. Emma did win round one, so... Yes, and and also because we had the whole build-up that even Emma's questioning herself. She's the anti-savior. She can't, she's not really doing any good right now, and she's questioning her power, and then her superpower lying, which has been faulty lately. <laughs> but also just the fact that she can use her power anytime she wants, but she doesn't have that control, but it, it conveniently works today in this episode to save them. And it's like, I mean, I am glad that no one got hurt. She did save the two of them. But I still question, like, how much control does she have over it? Yeah. And, I mean, we got to see it do some pretty cool stuff today. I mean, she pushed, she saved Hook, like, got him out of the ice. And, and she pushed the Snow Queen. Yeah, and she both. pushed the Snow Queen. So, but Emma has questions because the Snow Queen gets away. And so she's talking to Elsa and she's like, there's something more to this because you were brought back here on accident. The Snow Queen has been here the whole time. She's not telling the whole story. I think you and your sister were maybe pawns in some bigger thing. In a bigger game, bigger yeah, chess game. bigger chess game. So how long has the Snow Queen been in Storybrooke waiting for the, a moment to arise to show her true colors? You and know? also the Snow Queen's making her move to make friends with Elsa so they two could have the potential of meeting up and matching up against anyone who wants to go against go them. Go against them. Um, so we'll see how that all plays out, man. Like, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of questions that were brought up with this whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last scene that I have to talk about because it was so cute. Emma and Hook uh. <laughs> in the street and Hook's like, hey, like, what is going on with you? And did you notice he actually hooked her? Yeah. By the arm with his with hook. With his hook. He was like, hey. Boom. That was sexy. Come back over here. Thank you for saying it was sexy, Marissa. That was assertive. It was assertive. Go well, get your woman, Hook. We find out that the reason Emma is freaked out by the whole thing is that every person she's been with is now dead. Gone. Or gone. You know, it's Neil, it's Graham, and it's Walsh. That freaking monkey. <laughs> Who cares about Walsh? <laughs> yeah, but everyone's gone. And Hook tells her that the one thing he's good at is surviving. So she doesn't have to worry about him. And then they start making out in the middle of Main Street, which never has any cars driving down it after like 8 p.m. when the lights go out. <laughs> Sounds like my hometown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was very, very sexy. Yes, it was. So I will admit that, yes. So go Hookers for Life. We got our Emma and Hook moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we did get a little bit of Outlaw Queen. Yes. Because like, Robin That Hood, was romantic, too, because yeah. I'm a big Outlaw Queen fan. Outlaw Queen. I mean, Robin Hood is we got clearly both of still our in love. Tonight. Yeah. They did it just for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they knew we'd be covering it. <laughs> yes. Um, well, since we're running out of time, we're going to skip news and gossip and go straight to our predictions. And now... Can I just start off by saying, I know Marissa has a lot of predictions and I don't, <laughs> but that preview, Emma and Hook are going on a date and I'm so excited about it. Like she called and was like, I'm asking you on a date. And then she looks so pretty and he has a hand. Like that feels very reminiscent to like the little mermaid. What did he give up mm-hmm. to Rumple to get a hand? Is it just for a day? Is it for forever? Because I mean, he really should have a hand now that he's in Storybrooke, I think personally. Um, <laughs> a, a human attachment, a yes. human ligament. Um, I agree. Uh, predictions. It's well, we know the Snow Queen knows Emma, 
Emma doesn't know Snow Queen. They've obviously been infected by memory. Who was it? Was Rumpel's doing? Because Rumpel, at the end of the episode, you know, Rumpel knows yeah, about Rumpel. Snow Queen. Snow Queen knows about Rumpel. They don't have a deal going on yet, but it feels like Rumpel did almost help Snow Queen in a time of need. So we're, we're going to see more of that. That's going to be interesting. And then Regina has powers over Marion. That's not going to be pretty. That, I mean... She's going to be conniving in her Regina-like ways and pretend like she's good, but she's not. She has ulterior motive, as always. Uh, and Emma, Snow Queen knows Emma. I don't really know. I, I want to say somehow they're family, but knowing that Emma's from Mary Margaret, you know, Snow White and Prince Charming, it's it's hard to say because even Emma and Elsa look alike, and the, mm-hmm. I don't know, because they're it's, blonde, but it's definitely going to be interesting to see how they play that one out because I don't know, cousins. like maybe cousins. I don't, but that would mean that somehow Mary Margaret and David are related and intertwined in all of this too. I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I can't wait to see how they play it out. Oh. And maybe something happened where the Snow Queen was actually in Emma's life, like, before she knew about Storybrooke. Mm-hmm. Maybe she found a way around the curse and got to, like, wherever Emma was in a foster home or something when she was a kid. Yeah. And another completely random note. I think Henry has powers. He oh, is yeah. inma- innately magical. He comes from a magical family. He has to have something. I think his is kind of like... Is dormant. It, They're dormant. Yeah, it's dormant until something's, like, enacted. Activated with yes. Rumpel. Um, well, guys, make sure you guys keep the conversation going. Find our um, podcast on iTunes. Rate us. Give us five stars. Leave us a comment. Tell us all the things that you love about our pretty faces every <laughs> single week that we're up here. Um, and make sure you're also on YouTube and keep the conversation going there. We're loving all the comments and all the predictions we're getting every week. You guys are we amazing. read them all, and amazing. it blows my mind away that you guys are so much smarter than me. Not saying that and I'm us. a very smart person, but... And also, I think Snow Queen might be the White Witch from Narnia. I want that to be true. Marissa really wants that to happen. She's a Northern Witch. <laughs> well, Marissa, where can they find you on social media to keep talking about the White Queen? Everyone can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. And make sure you find all of our podcasts here at AfterBuzz TV. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. And thank you, Christy, for calling in. Yes, thank you, Christy. That was so great that we got to talk to her. And we will see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 